Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, folks. Welcome back to A Voice in the Wilderness online radio show. Tonight's show, we're talking mostly about tensions with North Korea, Japan, China, and the U.S., and uh, President Trump and Secretary of Defense General James Mattis made it clear a while ago that they weren't going to just sit back and let China uh, totally conquer the South China Sea illegally, taking over the uh, territorial waters of Vietnam, the Philippines, and other countries in the region. And uh, so we see this this great tension in that whole area of East Asia. And, uh, of course, the um, U.S. is allied with Japan and South Korea. We have much of our military stationed in South Korea in case the event that North Korea strikes South Korea or Japan. And if that happens, we will definitely... Um, go to war with North Korea. And uh, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson just said, I believe it was a day or two ago, he just said that uh, uh, strategic patience is now gone over North Korea and waiting it out to see what happens, you know, to see if they actually end up doing anything. And so strategic patience is gone, which means that uh, the U.S. could even possibly do a first strike on North Korea. Um, And uh, if they try to strike Japan again or South Korea, we're definitely going to war with them. We will, from what uh, I've heard, um, is confirmed that we would use space-based weapons to attack them. And if we attack North Korea, we'll probably be drug into um, a war with China as well. And uh, China, although their military technology is not quite up to par with the U.S., their military is is um, pretty huge. Um, their number of ground troops are uh, uh, much more than the U.S. And... Uh, the whole situation is just uh, really bad, um, and uh, these space-based weapons are uh, pretty insane that they could use on North Korea, and uh, if it all happens, uh, there would be such a great amount of uh, radiation um, that will be uh, going into the atmosphere and into our into our um, biosphere, I guess you would say, and uh, probably spread around the world, and uh, just wouldn't be very good. And also, um, the Pacific Ocean sea life um, is still dying more and more all the time in Fukushima, as (coughs) Fukushima dumps uh, hundreds of thousands of tons of radioactive material into the ocean every single day, day after day, ever since 2011, when Fukushima first melted down from an earthquake, which was caused, many say, by uh, weather weapons, 
probably owned by China since uh, China has hated Japan for uh, many, many years going back to um, uh, way back in history when um, Japan ta attacked um, China and uh, and also uh, as the Pacific Ocean continues to die, uh, fishermen have been finding um, fish that are oozing pus and are covered in lesions and uh, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, also, um, there have been some pretty crazy stuff that has come out with uh, uh, laser technology as uh, the U.S. has said that um, they are aiming to put uh, laser weapons on their um, AC-130s uh, by as soon as next year. And so it just seems like all of this, um, a lot of the secret technology that was, that's ahead of our time that was formerly classified is starting to um, come into uh, the mainstream. It's, it's, the lid is being pulled off of it, it seems like. And uh, I know I've read an article from Infowars.com years ago um, where many um, prominent politicians and military leaders from around the world were talking about how there was already at that time a, um, a new arms race for this um, new era of technology. And so it won't be long until um, this stuff gets unveiled. And uh, we already have it. Um, I've heard many people say, like Steve Quayle, that uh, whatever you could imagine that could technologically be out there is already in existence. It's already been invented. It's just kept secret. Um so, just waiting for all that to happen. Um, also, um, there have been many recent threats to the security of our president. And uh, recently there was somebody that uh, drove right up to... Um, to uh, the gate of the White House and yelled that they had a bomb. And also the um, the uh, blueprints to Trump Tower were uh, leaked to, they were leaked from the Secret Service and uh, given to somebody else, whoever that somebody is. But the Secret Service gave gave up those um, 
blueprints and uh, so that's definitely not good and um, <clears throat> just waiting for my dad to call into the show and uh, folks also I apologize for uh, not doing this show for a couple weeks I've been uh, just super crazy busy lately um, so I apologize so I'm going to call my dad real quick and um, also um Man, so much stuff that happens every week. It's just hard for me to remember everything that just happened this week because it's just tons of different stuff every single day. Also, another thing that I wanted to talk about is... Um, Dmitry Dudeman said that um, before the United States goes to war with with um, Russia or is attacked by Russia, uh, that first the United States would go to war with China. And now we're seeing this um, all start to, to play out. And I uh, can't say it's going to all happen right away, but it's uh, definitely happening quick. And uh, just absolutely crazy. Hello. Hello, you're on the show. Okay, thank you. So where are we at right at the moment here? We're uh, looking at uh, another thing I was going to mention that was just mind-blowing was uh, that Snoop Dogg had a music video that showed him out and out assassinating the president. And I just, uh, I was pretty disgusted. I was pretty disgusted with it. And then... uh, and then his son-in-law came out and said that uh, something to the fact that they would uh, pimp out his wife if he had any complaints about the video. Um, I, you know, I've never called for it before in my time, but I, I think that there's some arrests that need to be made. I, I think that if someone would have done this, uh, directed this at uh, Obama and his uh, man-wife, um, you know, there would have been serious consequences, but yet... Uh, uh, it's allowed to happen here when when it comes to Trump and Melania. Yeah, definitely. pretty disappointing. That's all I had. I I just uh, I'm just shocked of what's uh, what's allowed to happen under the banner of free speech to our president. 
Yeah. And then you got, you know, you got that Baldwin, you got that Baldwin on Saturday Night Live, and he's doing the same thing. He's, it, it, it's, it's actually mind control, um, trying to sell the narrative that uh, that our president is a, is a uh, hates black people, and uh, it's just couldn't be further from the truth. And people just need to quit buying into it, and and, and even supporting it or watching it. So. I, uh, I hope that the careers of these people in uh, Hollyweird uh, and that I just hope that they come crumbling down that that uh, whatever kind of support or dollars that support them is just pulled away. Hmm. Yeah, it's very troubling. But other than that, I mean, uh, there's definitely some uh, things that uh, that I'm looking into with uh, Antarctica. Um, I, I just I don't have quite with all the different people that I've listened to. I don't really have uh, the pulse of the situation, so I'm, I'm not going to go into it at this time. But it, it would appear that there is uh, definitely some things happening there, whether that's the uh, the lost area of Atlantis, whether that is uh, that they found the fallen ones that were, uh, that were locked up, um, you know, the fallen angels that, that are, that are bound. <clears throat> People are saying that, that that city has been found and then it goes back to, uh, the Nazis and, the and the secrets there within with the, with the, uh, you know, forbidden technology and, and the different things. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what happens there. Uh, the talk of uh, giants coming and being released. Um, it, it, it's really quite out there, folks, but uh, we'll just have to see. I think that's the time that we're entering into, time of, uh, you know, disclosure. I think there's going to be some disclosure coming soon. Um, but uh, probably the moreover, the thing that has my attention right at the moment as far as news before we go to Scripture and, and uh, the things of the Lord is uh, – uh, North Korea, I mean, uh, you know, from what I'm understanding, you've, you've got ships there uh, under this new administration. They're not they're not playing games anymore. And I, and I, I did overhear you talking about this. I'm just going to add to it that just one of those ships has over 40 uh, nuclear warheads that they're pointed at board, both North Korea <clears throat> and China. And it's to the point of, hey, China, if you even try to warm something up on a launching pad, you're done. And people, you know, don't realize the uh, high technology of the weapon-based uh, platforms that are that are locked and loaded. Um, so you mean space-based you know, weapons? Space-based weapons. What did I say? You said weapons-based. Oh, weapons-based. Space-based weapons. Sounds like I'm spaced out here. Uh, anyway, so you know, technology that uh, none of us really know the level of. From what I've been hearing, it's just it's uh, very sophisticated. I was hearing of one weapon that was designed clear back in the uh, in 1980, and uh, when it accelerates, it's a space-based weapon. When it accelerates, by the time it reaches Earth to its uh, destination, it's not a nuclear weapon, but it's traveling at 45,000 miles per hour. So if you uh, thought you were going to hide in a bunker or under a mountain, uh, forget it. Uh, this thing would, and that was in 1980. So that caused me to reflect on just what they have. They're, they're talking about platforms in space that make the space station look like a tinker toy. 
and that they are uh, uh, observable in, in space, and they're just uh, enormous, basically military base uh, uh, with weapons that are, you know, beyond our imagination. So with this new administration, you know, they're, they're just not playing games anymore, and I, I overheard you saying <clears throat> that uh, they're going to put a stop to uh, uh, China, you know, and, and uh, it's uh, taking over land that's not theirs out in the sea. And uh, just how, you know, China is uh, crazy on a stick, wicked on a stick, just like, you know, to, to have support for North Korea. I mean, they have been uh, coined saying that, you know, we already have too many people, so if you nuke us, well, th- this, thing, this thing would be uh, cataclysmic for, for the uh, Chinese people, for um, the North Korean people would be wiped out. Um, their leader is absolutely insane. Now, in church, I heard somebody say, well, we need to pray for that leader, <clears throat> and I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I believe in praying for leadership. But I just think that Kim Jong-un is just so wicked that uh, I I believe he needs to be removed. So that's not my call. Uh, I hope that, uh, you know, I just – I don't feel led to pray for the man as he's let millions of people starve to death. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I don't know. I guess the the Bible says that God would have all men to be saved and pray for those that are in authority, but – I don't think he – it's hard to pray for, for men like that because they're so far – they're so evil that the chances of them getting saved are pretty dang slim. And, yeah, uh, don't you kind of feel I'd like rather, that's praying for – I'd rather spend my time praying for people that could actually get saved. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I feel like I would be praying for the devil himself. I just uh, – this man is so wicked. He uh, <clears throat> He's turned starving dogs loose on his own relatives to be eaten alive i mean at at what point do you do you come to the conclusion that somebody has been turned over uh to a reprobate mind and is completely demonic and and must just be rebuked and uh, bound in the authority that's given to us in jesus name um i see him as an enemy i i see him as somebody that if uh God gave me the task. I I would feel rightfully so taking him out. So and, and and I just don't have that conversation. I don't think I've ever had that conversation. But that's just how evil I feel this man is. So just like those that that risked and died uh, trying to take out Hitler, knowing that uh, he was just uh, he was an insanely wicked um, antichrist demonic leader. So <clears throat> I guess I'd compare it to that, but. Moving off of that subject, because I know I probably don't have a lot of backing on that, um, but, you know, I've I, I never been afraid of, uh, you know, I, it's important this time that we're in that we're not trying to be pleasers of men or tickling, try to be in the business of tickling someone's ears. The truth is, folks, and I heard it at church today, and I just want to repeat it, because it's the absolute truth from this man of God that's our pastor is it doesn't matter what you think out there in radio land, folks. It's what, what pleases God, not what pleases us. And, and we've, we've been in this time now for so long where all of the churches are dancing around the golden calf, you know, Aaron giving the people what they wanted. Uh, uh, you know, they, they wanted to go back to 
Egypt in their worship, and and uh, uh, as they were dancing around this golden calf, um, it was greatly offensive to the Lord. And I think that that's where we're at in the in the mainline church because the things being taught and the Jesus being served is not the Jesus of the Bible. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's that which they've created for themselves to worship. Uh, I mean, my goodness, right now when I see all these Christians commenting on going to see The Shack and that it's a Christian movie, have you lost your mind, folks? Have you, have you seriously lost your mind? Uh, have you ever prayed for discernment? Have you ever prayed to the Holy Spirit, Lord, show me uh, and guide me and teach me in all of your ways? Because I'm telling you, you can't go to a Christian movie called The Shack and, and not realize that that's blasphemous. It's an abomination. You, you've, it, there's tons of scripture I could give if somebody wants to call and, and debate this with me. Be glad to give you scripture that deals exactly with this, trying to make God who we want God to be, uh, trying to say that God is this uh, aborigine woman in the shack. Come on, folks. Uh, you're blowing my mind. My mind is absolutely being blown by so-called Christians and what they support. And uh, there was another one I was, uh, that I was reading comments on that uh, says that they're a Christian talking about how they've watched Harry Potter for the umpteenth time and, and trying to liken it to spiritual things. Come on, folks. With discernment, you'll recognize witchcraft as well. And uh, it's, just a, it's a time uh, where we need to uh, um, realize that the golden calf is uh, is a real thing in the lives of many many of us, and I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I haven't had to deal with my own golden calf. Okay, so it's not that I'm better than you folks, or I'm saying I am. The, the only difference is is that I've dealt with it, and I and I recognize it, and I I see myself as the uh, thief on the cross. You know, not that I'm a thief, but but my sin may be uh, compiled to be that which would be comparable to that uh, to that thief, and and thank God that, that he recognized uh, that this man on the cross between the two thieves, between him and another thief, was, was innocent. Not only innocent, blameless, and uh, that he was the Messiah. And, and something happened in his heart by recognizing who he was, the sin state that he was in, guilty, and recognizing who God was, and recognizing that God was headed for his kingdom and uh, ask that he would remember him. Um, so anyways, you know, without going too far into it, folks, um, you better be careful because the Bible says few there will enter in. It's not what's being taught in the church where a church full of 35,000 people dancing around a golden calf, you know, you, you all think you're going to heaven, but uh, all you're concerned with is how you feel. Um, what is the church giving you? What are you being told that makes you feel good? Your best life now. It's all garbage. It's trash. You better, you better uh, get down on your knees before the Lord and repent and uh, find the true living God. Um, that's my warning. That's my warning. Um, I, I give it because I do feel like we're in the end times and uh, the last days. And I, and, I, and, I, and I hope that it's done in love, you know. Um, my my uh, my thing by uh, trying to uh, uh, you know contest tried trying to uh, pursue the faith here 
uh, is that uh, that you would join me in that. Um, there's no condemnation of those that are in Christ Jesus. So find find Christ Jesus. Find the true living God. And you're going to do that probably not in that mega church, but uh, moreover on your knees. And uh, we, we need to, you know, this is this is the last thing I'll say, and I'll and I'll give it back to you. But we need to start realizing that it's not about us. We need to worship God, and, and not uh, be continually in this mode of uh, what can I get and what can I, how can I be blessed and and uh, my best life now and all this uh, garbage. It's just it's uh, it's not that God won't bless you, but. Uh, uh, we just we just need to realize, like that thief, who we are and who he is. That's back to you. Amen. So um, we we are in the last days, and um, we have a bit of time left with Trump, but uh, um, we know the Bible says if you if you read in the last three chapters of the book of Jeremiah um, that uh, America will be attacked by Russia and China and uh, Steve Quayle um, prophesied uh, that um, before uh, God would allow the Russians and the Chinese to attack America he will expose the sins of the leaders to the people, and he will expose the uh, the sins of the people before God. And the Bible says in the book of Amos that surely the Lord God shall do nothing unless he revealed his secrets to his servants, the prophets. So everything that will happen in the last days will eventually be revealed by men of God or women of God who have been given dreams and visions and prophecies. And I'm not saying all of them are true, but ones that are, um, ones that fit with the Bible, ones that are confirmed with scripture, ones that are, are, um, are uttered by true men of God and, and are confirmed by the Bible, um, are definitely true. And uh, Dimitri Dudeman is one of those guys uh, that the Lord has used to uh, give us a idea of what the future holds. And so we see this war ramping up with China, and he he said that uh, that uh, before the Russians attack America, America will first go to war with China. Like I said, so. Uh, um, I'm going to read this um, vision that Dimitri Dudeman was given by the Lord on April 22nd, 1996. And this is from handofhelp.com. Uh, you go there yourself, click on uh, visions, and uh, you can read all of the um, the prophecies that God gave Dimitri Dudeman. And also go on YouTube, uh, look up Dimitri Dudeman, watch the videos yourself. And uh, you can hear him talking about all these things. So he says, I prayed, then went to bed. I was still awake when suddenly I heard a trumpet sound. A voice cried out to me, stand. In my vision, I was in America. I walked out of my home. 
and began to look for the one who had spoken to me. As I looked, I saw three men dressed alike. Two of the men carried weapons. One of the armed men came to me. I woke you to show you what is to come, he said. Come with me. I didn't know where I was being taken, but when we reached a certain place, he said, Stop here. A pair of binoculars was handed to me, and I was told to look through them. Stand there, don't move, and look, he continued. You will see what they are saying and what they are preparing for America. As I was looking, I saw a great light. A dark cloud appeared over it. I saw the president of Russia, a short, chubby man, who said he was the president of China, and two others. The last two also said where they were from, but I did not understand. However, I gathered they were part of Russian-controlled territory. The man stepped out of the cloud. The Russian president began to speak to the Chinese one. I will give you the land with all the people, but you must free Taiwan of the Americans. Do not fear. We will attack them from behind. The voice said to me, Watch where the Russians penetrate America. I saw these words being written, Alaska, Minnesota, Florida. Then the man spoke again, When America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. The other two presidents spoke, We too will fight for you. Each had a place already planned as a point of attack. All of them shook hands and hugged. Then they all signed a contract. One of them said, We're sure that Korea and Cuba will be on our side too. Without a doubt, together we can destroy America. The president of Russia began to speak insistently. Why let ourselves be led by the Americans? Why not rule the world ourselves? They have to be kicked out of Europe, too. Then I could do as I please with Europe. The man standing beside me asked, This is what you saw. They act as friends and say they respect the treaties made together. But everything I've shown you is how it will really happen. You must tell them what is being planned against America. Then when it comes to pass, the people will remember the words the Lord has spoken. Who are you, I asked. I am the protector of America. America's sin has reached God. He will allow this destruction, for he can no longer stand such wickedness. God, however, still has people that worship him with a clean heart as they do his work. He has prepared a heavenly army to save these people. As I looked, a great army, well-armed and dressed in white, appeared before me. Do you see that? The man asked. This army will go to battle to save my chosen ones. Then the difference between the ungodly or the godly and the ungodly will be evident. Amen. So right there he says that when uh, America goes to war with China, right after that, Russia will attack without warning. And uh, hopefully that doesn't happen too soon. But uh, it's been prophesied, and uh, God cannot lie, so it's going to happen. Um, And that's just uh, such a joy and comfort to know that uh, he also prophesied at the end that God will send his angels to protect the godly and those that still worship him with a clean heart and uh, to save his chosen ones. That is amazing. <clears throat> That's Psalms 91 right there, by the way, folks. 
under the wing of the Most High. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what, that's, uh, that is amazing how he, in his word, he can't go against his word. So in the midst of chaos, in the midst of absolute thermonuclear war, that which melts the elements, there could be protection, which makes no sense in the, uh, in the carnal mind, but in the spiritual, it not only is it possible, uh, uh, come on, folks, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when the king could look in and see the fourth uh, person in there being Jesus Christ, and they come out and they don't even smell like smoke, hopefully that gives you an idea of what we're talking about here. Um, his ways are above our ways. So, um, you know, but that, that promise isn't for, I just, I have to tag a warning, uh, a disclaimer on that. That isn't going to be for uh, those that are out whoring um, and going to church on Sunday. That ain't going to be for those that uh, are uh, just doing everything under the sun, no different than the world, and going to church on Sunday and thinking that they're going to be able to claim that. So uh, just hang that little disclaimer on that uh, because uh, you're just, you're just not going to get that from this camp. It's it's going to be um, his his saints that he, uh, that he protects. So let's just pray that we're counted amongst those and a few there be, will be the ones entering in. So, um, you know, it's something that you have to contend for. Um, you know, everyone's supposed to be seeking their own salvation with fear and trembling. Um, if it was a once saved, always saved, uh, where would be the fear and trembling? Where would be the contending? So the contending is daily. And uh, I just hope that uh, that makes sense to you and that you understand that because the mega churches are telling you that you're good to go, uh, really kind of no matter what you're doing, because they, they misteach grace. And uh, I'm sorry, but uh, the way they're teaching it, that, uh, that uh, God don't see your sins and go ahead and sin like the world, uh, you're, you're going to find uh, that that was false because you didn't read the Bible for yourself. Grace is, is what uh, changes you from where you're at to uh, moving you towards. It's not overnight, obviously, but it's daily, daily, continually as you contend for the faith. Grace is giving you that which you couldn't do on your own to change you, to bring you out of whether it be alcoholism, whatever sin. Uh, uh, moving you away from that. That's the true teaching of grace and the true power of grace. Um, so anyways, there's, there's some good uh, details um, as to uh, some news and moreover the scripture, which is more important. And thank God, always be bringing God a uh, sacrifice of praise, even if you don't uh, necessarily have any money to put in the coffer. Um, you can always bring a sacrifice of praise singing unto the Lord and offering him praise, which he is due, by the way. And uh, secondly, um, as you're uh, contending for the faith, um, you know, it's important to kind of uh, look around and uh, see if you can, uh, you know, offer some encouragement, a smile, a handshake, eye contact. Um, This world is, is just absolutely going to hell in a handbasket. And you could really make somebody's day by just, uh, 
giving them a glimpse of the, the spirit that's inside of you. Don't hide your lamp, folks. Keep your light out where it can be seen. Don't put it under a bushel. Um, and uh, God gives everybody uh, a task, and uh, that task could be uh, as simple as uh, talking to a little kid about Jesus. Um, don't, don't, don't lose your opportunities that God gives you because he can always find a man. You know, he gives us a job, but if we don't do it, he'll find a man to do it. He'll find another person to do it, and we don't want to miss out on that. Um, and I'll just say this, that uh, in this uh, this world that we live in, as it gets more and more corrupt, I, I just really pray that you find a uh, – that this show will encourage you, that you can always reach out to us and talk to us. Um, we have a church body that we found. There's probably only eight families represented. It's really small. But the Holy Spirit is there. The word is being preached. Um, we're learning more and more about the Jewish uh, feast, which I love. Um, it's given me a new a new glimpse into uh, that which God designed for us. It wasn't these Babylonian holidays and things that the... Uh, the uh, the churches are celebrating now. Um, so I just encourage you, pray pray that God will give you a group of people that you can fellowship with and uh, that that fellowship would be honoring and uplifting to you and honoring to God. And I guess that's what I've got for tonight. Was there uh, some more scripture you have for him, folks? I'm going to sign off. God bless you. I would encourage anyone to call in that's hearing this live. We always love to... Uh, to hear from people out there in uh, on Radio Land that, uh, you know, if you have any prayers, uh, we're here to pray with you and encourage you. And get a King James Bible, folks. You don't want to – we're in a war. We are absolutely in a war, a spiritual war, if you are engaged. If you don't have a war going on around you, you're not engaged. And so uh, let that be a, uh, a gauge for you to measure – whether you are engaged or not. If you have everything's going great in your life with no nothing uh, bearing down on you or any kind of conflict, you're probably not doing uh, anything for the kingdom. So those of you that are and recognize what I'm talking about, don't try to do it with a butter knife like an NIV. Get a King James Bible. Get a sword. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That's right. Read the Bible. Every day. And God will bless you for it. You'll get closer to the Lord. Um, So in other news, uh, Trump's security has been pretty bad, in my opinion. Um, A lot of the Secret Service agents that he has are the same ones that Obama had. And uh, he probably needs to uh, fire all of the Secret Service agents and hire all new ones. I would say if he did that, he could probably find um, ex-military veterans that are loyal to him, that all love him, that aren't uh, liberals, that you know obviously would probably hate Obama, that could uh, become Secret Service agents perhaps and, uh, and per- do a way better job of protecting him. Um, because just recently... A 29-year-old man was arrested um, near the White House on Saturday by Secret Service 
um, falsely saying that he had a bomb in his car. And um, I have no idea why somebody would do this, but um, that's what happened. And also, um, another young man named Jonathan Tran actually jumped the White House fence and uh, was on White House grounds for 16 minutes before he was arrested by Secret Service. I would say that they are probably not doing their job very well if it took them 16 minutes to find this guy. Um, they they must not be uh, being very alert at all if it takes them this long. And uh, this guy was 26. He now faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison for entering the grounds without permission. He hopped a five-foot fence near the U.S. Treasury Department next to the White House then climbed an eight-foot vehicle gate and a shorter fence near the southeast corner of the east wing of the White House grounds. Before he was caught, the Secret Service said, um, Secret Service can confirm that at no time did the individual gain entry into the White House, um, but he was on the grounds for 16 minutes, and also he was looming around close by the outside of the White House uh, for a long time before he um, broke in. And uh, he hasn't gone to jail yet, but he went back home to California, now under GPS monitoring. So uh, all that to say, the Secret Service seems to be doing a horrible job. And as I said earlier, they they gave away the uh, blueprints to Trump Tower to somebody. I have no idea who that is. But uh just sounds like a, a plot or a conspiracy to try to assassinate him basically to try to find a secret um, a secret way to get to him when he's inside of uh, Trump Tower through uh, air conditioning or, or heater um, ductways you know just like a spy movie um, definitely not good uh, but anyways moving on um, there's a verse in Jude that I wanted to talk about it's uh, Jude verse um, uh, Jude verse where is it here talking about the uh, fallen angels that were chained in darkness um, reserved unto the judgment of the great day. Here it is. It is Jude verse 6. And the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. So this place that they have been reserved in, in everlasting chains, under darkness, in the Greek is called Tartarus. Um, and uh, uh, Steve Quayle is saying that uh, this place is um, underneath Antarctica, where the Nazis um, escaped to, and uh, apparently. 
Um, if you if you watch um, Steve Quayle's newest uh, QCast and go on his website, I haven't been able to find where it is on his website, but uh, talks about um, uh, there has recently been declassified a German uh, document back from the Nazis that shows exactly how to drive a submarine um, down at an angle underneath the ice and through a tunnel that leads inside of Antarctica. And uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, go and find that uh, document. I'll try to find it and tell you where you, where you can look at it on the next show. Uh, but anyways, so these these fallen angels, some of them are still around and active today, but a a portion of them um, have been because of their evil deeds that they have uh, that they have done that are so evil and so wicked. They have been chained up, um, and they will be released. Uh, for a short time during the tribulation, and um, but anyways, uh, we need to uh, keep walking with the Lord and trusting in Him, and uh, we don't need to fear any of these things as long as we're right with Him. And so that's it for tonight's show. Hope you all enjoyed it. I will see you next week sometime.
are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. The Lord our God is. You are Lord over all the earth. You are Lord over all the earth. Jesus is Lord. You are Lord Until every ear has heard, until every knee bows, he alone is Lord over all the earth. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a shout of praise tonight. 